Imagine this. You're helping serve cocoa at your mother's spectacular Christmas party, and you meet the love of your life. But one thing leads to another, and you tell them that you were raised by a single struggling mother. So what do you think will happen when that information comes to light? Welcome to the Our Family TV podcast, where we talk about family-friendly television entertainment the whole family can watch together. I'd like to welcome my guest co-host, Ruth Hill. Ruth is a multifaceted creative manager and leader who works as an entertainment journalist, Aroma Drama Live Fan Convention Associate, and musician, actor, Paul Green's executive assistant. She instinctively sees the best in all and seeks to share universal beauty, love, and positivity. Ruth was born in Tacoma, Washington, but now calls Yelm, Washington her home. She lives on five acres with her parents, a dog, two miniature goats, and multiple cats. Her daughter, Martha, who's also a, a, a visual artist herself, she's a dynamic visual artist, has recently begun her studies in college to become an art teacher. At the core of all Ruth does is the strength of her faith. Welcome, Ruth. Bobby, thank you so much for having me. It's it's great to be here, and I'm just honored that you would ask me to be a part of your podcast, so thank you. Well, I'm just uh, so excited to have you help us uh, kick off the 12 movies of Christmas on the new GAC uh, Family TV Network and the whole GAC oh, media team. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's. I'm so excited, and this was. I mean, what 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 a great way to to kick things off. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, totally. So today we're gonna talk about the movie Much Ado About Christmas. It originally aired last evening, which was October 30th, on GAC Family TV. That starred Susie Abramite as Haley and Torrance Coombs as Claude. Those were the primaries, and it was written by. Janine Damien and Michael Damien, directed by Michael Damien, produced by Janine Damien. The executive producer was Brad Cravoy, and there are many other producers involved in the show. And obviously, by looking and watching this movie, I mean, it had to take so many people involved to make it as spectacular as it was. Um, in fact, Michael was going to join us on this podcast, but unfortunately he had to cancel at the last minute, but next time, Michael. So we're hoping that you're listening and we're hoping that we can get you and Janine, um, maybe in the future. And it was also fun, uh, with this movie, they were on the after party. So there's an after party mm -hmm. show now that GAC media mm -hmm. is doing after each movie. And that was like super good. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. How about you, Ruth? Oh yeah, I was. It was great. I'm. I'm. Ex I'm. I'm glad to see that they're really connecting with the fans after the movies, and 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 I. I think it's it's something something fun to be able to have the fans come on and and connect and ask their questions and talk and and do and and have kind of like a. Uh, a hangout party afterwards. That's, that's, that's cool. Right. You know, it's a virtual uh, party, um, but what's nice is that you can comment, um, you can interact mm -hmm. with the stars in that regard. You can ask questions. Right. And uh, so that was just, I really enjoyed that. And you get, you know, like behind the scenes information mm -hmm. and uh, it was, uh, it was really good. I, I really appreciated that. So I'm going to provide a, a brief description of the movie. So Haley, who is uh, Susie Abramite, she's uh, beloved in her community of Winterstone. Now, big question there is, we don't know exactly where that is, you know, like what country. 
Um, mm-hmm. I know that the lead character, Claude, played by uh, Torrance Coombs, he says that he's from Keswick, which, again, I'm not, not sure where Keswick is, yeah. but I'm thinking it's just a European country, so we're going to go with that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Haley is beloved in her community for acts of kindness, ranging from managing the Hope Chest, which is her charity, um, and it's like a thrift store, and to directing the children's choir, and she's also the daughter of Winterstone's wealthiest residence, Leona Lloyd. Now, despite mm-hmm. Haley's down-to-earth demeanor, she's financially set as Leona's only heir. Information she just fails to share with her new love interest, Claude, played by uh, Torrance Coombs, who's an artsy, hopeless romantic who happens to be a production artist. Haley introduces herself to Claude as Haley Logan, which is her middle name, and she's mm-hmm. that she's raised by a single, struggling mom. A small fib that becomes a pain point when Claude and his team present an ad pitch to Leona that includes a photo of Claude's new girlfriend. Uh-oh. Secrets are revealed and relationships ruffled, but Christmas is coming, right? And we know that miracles do happen. <laughs> Ruth, would you like to elaborate on that description at all? Um, well, I think I think you, you covered it really well. I, I mean, I... I mean, it was, uh, I, I don't know if there's really anything to add necessarily um, other than you do have um, a another like secondary romance that's going on as well that, right. that I thought was kind of fun, which I know is, that um, that was fun to see, um, to have, to have that because, and it's and it's one of the things that I, that I always enjoy. I always love the leads, but it's always fun to have a little fun secondary romance going on. So yeah, you yeah. know it truly was. And so so the secondary um, was played by James Rotger played Ben and Emma Colling mm-hmm. played B. And so yeah, right. they they but they had a lot of uh, scenes in the movie, and they yeah. they were really upfront as well. And so it was yeah. uh, it was good. I thought the casting was really done well oh, yeah. i thought they were yeah. all believable um yeah. from the angel uh doris to um mom mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. mom who was you know what i don't have it here i am so sorry but the mom was oh uh, jacinta the, mulcahy yeah, yeah. yeah. right yeah. right who played leona lloyd Yes. Mm-hmm. And so the, the one question I do have is I'm, I'm looking at IMDb and I see that Jimmy Townsend, yeah. who's all over, you know, a lot of these movies, mm-hmm. played Walter. Right. And I'm trying to remember Walter. Do you remember Walter? I'm not sure. I do not know. No, I'm. I guess I'm just going to have to watch again so I can find Walter. Well, there you go. I, I do that, too. I run into those things, too. You can't catch everything the first time. You can't. Well, I actually did watch it twice. I, I have to admit, oh. I I watched it again this morning um, when I got up because okay. I wanted it just to be fresh in my mind. And, um, yeah. like, it's truly, uh, it's just a really special movie. And I wasn't yeah. sure if there was anything else um or anything specific you wanted to share about the cast? Yeah, I don't even, I, I am not, I mean, I'm familiar, like, with the two leads. You know, I've seen them in other things. But most of the cast was very unfamiliar to me. I mean, for me, it was 
knowing that Michael and Janine were doing this and uh, since since they've connected. So, the, so that's, I've connected with them. I haven't really connected with anybody in the cast, uh, but it was, it was, I, I, I think, I, I think these are going to be people I'm going to have to look up and, and follow them more closely because I really enjoyed what they, what they brought to the film and, the, and their characters. You know, I, I did too. And I thought, they were believable. I know one of the things that they talked about in the mm-hmm. after show last night was how like um, Bill Abbott talked about like the whole setting uh, for the office mm-hmm. and how the three guys, um, they were all like so unique and it, it was really a yeah. believable office. A lot of times when you watch um, movies, it doesn't seem like it. That's, I mean, I've worked in an office for f- almost 40 years, uh, 35 mm-hmm. And this seemed more believable than, than many, you know, um, yeah. sometimes they, I don't know. I just think they hit it out of the park yesterday, uh, and, yeah. and, and with the cast and, and I agree with you. I, and I'm not familiar with them either. I remember seeing Susie mm-hmm. in another Christmas movie, but mm-hmm. I hadn't seen Torrance before either. Even so, I hadn't seen any oh, of these actors okay. before. This so they, these are all new to yeah. me, and so it was quite yeah. refreshing to to watch them. And I thought there was a really good chemistry um, mm-hmm. with all of them, and uh, mm-hmm. I I I really appreciated them. So I'm going to yeah. ask you a few questions and see what what you think. Mm-hmm. So what did you like best about the movie, and why? Oh my goodness! It really, the, that that's such a hard question to answer mm-hmm. because it, it, for me it would be the question <laughs> be what did I not like about the movie and and I what I did not like about the movie is I wanted it longer. Right. I mean, that's what right. I could say. I mean, I'm all ready for. Uh, I I would have sat there, you know, a good you know two hours more. Hey, I could have sat there all evening just watching these characters have all sorts of. Uh, stories, but what? But what I really did enjoy, I loved, I loved the karaoke. I absolutely thought that was so much fun um, to have that, to have the singing going on, and and um, and then also the snowball fight. I thought was lots of fun, and so you know, th- th- those were those were standouts. You know, I. Uh... To me, besides, I mean, I really did love this movie. I, I, I thought it was yeah. such a feel-good Christmas movie. Yeah. But what, to me, mm-hmm. made it outstanding was the music, the soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, like, I would literally yeah. listen to that soundtrack. If I could get a hold of that yeah. soundtrack, I would listen to Definitely. it regularly. I mean, I want to put my Definitely. Christmas decorations up to that soundtrack. It was yeah. so, yeah. so good. And I yeah. mean, between the um, the children's choir, the karaoke, mm-hmm. all of the mm-hmm. background, them singing yeah. "Oh Christmas yeah. Tree" around the Christmas tree lighting, yeah. to just the the you know production music that that's playing throughout yeah. most of the movie, it was like fantastic. Like I yeah. I can't say enough about it. And then the decorations. I mean, like every oh, scene yeah. was full of snow and greenery yeah. and. 
red and I just honestly I really adored this movie yeah. so I'm with yeah. you it's kind of like what not to yeah. like about it that that is yeah. a tough one <laughs> yeah yeah and 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 yes and, and the decorations were I I remember I remarked to my mom while we were watching it that this this looks like Christmas like this is so Christmas and and you know this is a Christmas movie and 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 the reason I mentioned the snowball fight Sometimes in movies, I feel, Christmas movies, I'll feel like the snowball fight doesn't feel very authentic. Like they just Mm -hmm. kind of like they throw it in because they have to. This was so much fun. I felt like they really made it a fun thing. Like I, it didn't feel strange. It didn't feel awkward. Like they were into it and they enjoyed it. So that, so that was, that was something that like stood out. Like, Oh, I like that. So yes. Well, yes, and yeah, and, and I'm all about. Let's get the soundtrack. If they can somehow get that soundtrack, right? I would be buying it and listening to it. Totally, totally, <laughs> yeah. totally. Yeah. Now, Ben, yeah. um, the character Ben, played by James Rotker, um, what they said was in the after show last night was so during that snowball snowball fight. He actually fell. Mm-hmm. That wasn't scripted for him to fall, but he <laughs> fell and it worked so well. And I think that yeah. also plays into why it seems so authentic because that really wasn't scripted yeah. and it just happened. And they thought, hey, this right. is great. We're going to keep this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Next question. If you had a chance to ask a character in the movie a question, what would it be? Oh, you, you know, it, w- it would be... I'd like to have, Hey, I'd like to have a conversation with probably just about all of them, but, um, (laughs) I mean, cause they were, they were just, they were just so much fun. Um, I would like to ask the mother cause I was so taken by the mother. In fact, I loved the fact that the mother was, was, was wealthy, but she was also nice because Mm -hmm. it doesn't always happen. You have the wealthy mom that's, that's, mean and all, you know, all right. that or, right. or yeah, but I would like to, but what I would like to ask her is, um, uh, is really how she was, uh, you know, she had this, she, she was, I mean, she's a single mother and she's struggling, she's doing all this. And then she, this incredible, she was able to turn everything around and how she was able to do that. I would love to be able to hear her backstory um, which I know they couldn't go into in the movie, but sure. I mean, I would literally, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't even mind if they did a whole movie on her backstory yeah. because I found her such a fascinating character. Mm-hmm. And so I, that would be my question is to ask her, you know, what's your backstory? How did you make this happen? How did you turn your life around for you and your daughter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. You're right. That would be a, a really uh, good story to unfold. And, and you're right. They usually portray the wealthy woman as just kind of not so kind and nice. And she, yeah. she was very heartfelt. Like you could tell yeah. how sincere she was. And, and the mm-hmm. scene with her and um, Haley, when they finally come to terms with what was happening um, with uh, Claude, you know, that was just really moving. So that was a really good scene for me. I want to ask Niles, I want to ask him, um, would you please leave the building? (laughs) He was just an annoying character. I mean, he did his job. um, But, Mm -hmm. you know, like, sometimes I look at people like that, or, you know, characters, whatever. And I say, are there really, are there real people like that? I guess the answer is yes. Um, But, you know, 
there, and we always have to have, you know, like the antagonists in the movie and so oh. forth. Um, but yeah. I just found him, his character, like so oh. annoying. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I mean, but he needed yeah. that. They needed that character in there. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Now, if you had the chance to ask a screenwriter a question, what would it be? What I would like to know now, I, I know that that there was there was some inspiration. They, they talked about how there was like some inspiration from the even like the Shakespearean play, much much ado about nothing. Mm-hmm. I know there was that they, they kind of there, but I would like to know even more where 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 was the inspiration for this this story? It was so unique, so much fun, so and and there were so many. Uh, so many, so many facets to the story and to the characters, and I would like to know where, you know, where did the inspiration for this particular story, other than being the Shakespearean and some other, you know, I'm sure there's some other things, but I would like to know is it is any of this based on real life experiences, or is it totally, or 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 is it just completely made up? I, mm-hmm. I, I would, I would like to know that. Yeah. Good question. I, that was going to be one of my questions for Michael yeah. uh, when he was going to yeah. be a guest yeah, on, exactly. on the show. Yeah. So yeah, that would be, that'd be really great uh, to know. Yeah. But you know, my main question is when are you going to write the next chapter, Michael and Janine, because <laughs> it was go. so good. Go. I mean, truly it go. was so good. In fact, they talked in the after show, they had an idea mm-hmm. of, of, yeah writing much ado about love and i would wonder Um, whether or not like is that an extension you know of this movie or just completely separate altogether but either or yes please (laughs) yeah exactly right yeah now what do the main characters learn about themselves and how do they change oh i you know i think um so you have um you have uh haley and you have claude and I think that, well, Haley learned that you know, at first she was, she was assuming, and this is such an easy thing for, I think, all of us to do, but I think especially women, because I, I, I can identify with this. She just assumes that all men, especially, are going to treat her the same way. Once they find out who her mother is, well, then, then suddenly they're going to try to be getting stuff out of her. And, and so she's, She's living this life of almost feeling like she, she 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 wants to hide. She doesn't want to be authentic. She doesn't want people to. She doesn't want men, especially, to to know who she is. And she just is believing. She has this this sense that everybody's looking at that. And so then she comes into this relationship with with Claude, and of course she's hiding who she is because she's assuming well. He's going to be like all the others, but, oh, I really like him and I don't want to lose him. So I'll just kind of concoct this whole story and not tell him the truth. Mm-hmm. And so then you're, you're, you're going on and she, she really does want to come clean with him. I mean, you know, I really felt bad for her because she was going to at that one moment, she was right. getting ready to, and then right. she got interrupted. And, and so I think that then at, it's, it's, it was kind of sudden and tragic the way that the truth came out and you know you really felt I mean man I felt I found myself just feeling for for both uh you know Haley and Claude and I was like oh man what a you know this is just mm-hmm. such a terrible thing to happen but, but then I think that Haley realizes 
as she goes through this, as she talks with her mom and then being, being willing to, to finally, to realize it is okay to be who she is. It's okay. That's, that's, that's no matter what, no matter how she can't control how the people around her are going to treat her, but Mm -hmm. she needs to be who she really is and not hide it. Mm -hmm. So it was good to see her do that. And then the whole idea of giving second chances, it was, it was such a joy to see that both of them, you know, that they've both been hurt, you know, in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, And, then, and so there was a part of them like they don't know if they want to trust again. They don't know if they want to. And, and to see them be, both being willing to let's reset. Let's it's OK. Let's take a chance and forget the past and not live in the way we've been treated in the past. Because Claude had had a really bad relationship as well, where people where where he had been lied to. And now they both made this decision. OK, we're going to go on. We're going to leave the past behind. Let's go into this new relationship now, even though we weren't, even even though we had these issues. And so, so it was good to see them being willing to open themselves up because I think both of them had kind of were were closed were closed, and now they were getting that that, that chance to really experience mm-hmm. an authentic relationship. Right, and and for me, it's like along those same lines from the mm-hmm. moment they met. I mean, <laughs> they had this incredible like chemistry together, like you believed their characters, you know, like you mm-hmm. believe these characters yeah. loved each other. Like it from the beginning, like you knew and that they were ultimately had to get together because we would have been throwing mm-hmm. something at the television if that wasn't the case. Right. Because yeah, right. I mean, because right. there, there was, it was so palpable, you know, and mm-hmm. they, they really just were so attracted to each other from the very beginning. And what Mm -hmm. I think they learned that, you know, you just can't, you can't really fight that, you know, at the Mm -hmm. end of the movie where he says, I'm hopelessly in love with you. And she says, I'm madly in love Mm -hmm. with you. And and you felt that like you really felt that. And, and Mm -hmm. so, you know, just uh, they learned that they, they loved each other and that they just needed to put aside their past and start over. And you don't, don't we all need to do that sometimes? I mean, sometimes we just screw up. Sometimes we just do things that um, we realize, wow, I could have handled that better. And then, you know what, Mm -hmm. then just start over there. We, you know, we can start over and over and over. I mean, if that's what it takes. And uh, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what, what I think um, they learn about themselves. And how we can mm-hmm. learn from them <laughs> on that yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess along the same line is what good insights into life are in this film? Well, well, something that, that I really enjoyed and it kind of, first of all, what was fun for me is I'm, I'm currently um, taking an online business course. I'm actually um, going to go back to college. So what was really neat for me is um, I'm watching this whole thing about marketing because actually it's a business marketing course is what I'm taking. Oh, okay. And so I really found myself fascinated, especially in the beginning, um, and with 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 all the marketing stuff going on. And I was like, oh, okay, I kind of know what they're talking about. But along the lines with that, what I loved was seeing this uh, company. Um, oh goodness, what what's what's the name of Claude's? 
cost company that Blue three guys are doing. Blue Skies Ad Agency. Thank you. Yes. I knew it was. I knew it was a B. I started with a B. I couldn't remember. Like, oh no, what is it? Mm-hmm. Um, what I loved was that they were willing to take a risk. It's not like they're the they're the 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 big names in the business, but they were re- willing to put themselves out there to take a risk. Not even just once, but twice. I mean, they came back and because they realized. Okay, our business is going to essentially die. We're not we're not going to make it if we don't get something. So it's time for us to take this risk and really get out there and and take and 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 it was good to see that. And I think that carries over to I realize it's a business example, but it carries over into real life. Is that so often? we don't want to take those risks because we're afraid they're going to say no or it's not going to work out or people are going to look at us and, oh, look at you. You you, you don't have any business doing that. I mean, and, and and they didn't worry about that. They went ahead and said, you know, we're going to go in and do that. Because I, I watched them. I was very, I was very much watching the way that um, they were interacting in the beginning with Leona and you could tell at first she wasn't even going to give them the time of day. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, we don't know, mm-hmm. but they didn't give up. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, let's it, even when, you know, you know, Claude's phone's dead and, uh, <laughs> and they didn't give up. Right. And it was didn't. really great. So for me, and I, and I know there's a lot of life insights, but sure. that was something that mm-hmm. stood out to me because so often we don't take those risks and then those chances pass by and it's like, well, what does they have to lose? And like, that should right. be the way that we go about life is taking, taking risks, taking those chances. So that was something that, that I picked up on. Well, I appreciate you saying that. And, and, you know, when I think about risk and, and doing something, this podcast, you know, this is a brand new mm-hmm. podcast that, that mm-hmm. I created because what, what's important to me is that we really encourage people to spend time doing healthy things and watching family friendly Mm -hmm. entertainment with your family friends is, is it's just like good for the soul. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have a lot of experience uh, doing this type of thing. I've, you know, dabbled. And so I I just find it important. So, you know, at first you're kind of like, well, do I do this or do I not do this? And, and then, of course, when you run yeah. into roadblocks, you tend to want to back up and say, ah, I guess I'm not qualified or I shouldn't do this. But then somebody comes along and encourages you, and you've done that with me, Ruth, and I appreciate that very much. And um, so I totally agree with you. And and also mm-hmm. along um, the insights uh, into life for me, we're just about mm-hmm. misunderstandings and how commonplace mm-hmm. misunderstandings mm-hmm. are and how much life yeah. are we missing because of them? You know, let's yeah. not make assumptions. Let's talk things out with each other because I think we miss out on life when we make mm-hmm. assumptions and we sometimes elevate ourselves when mm-hmm. we really shouldn't be doing that. And we, we really need to talk talk over a situation with another person and just like Mm -hmm. Claude and Haley finally in the end had that you know um you know decision that they were just going to start over again and Mm -hmm. and look how you know life is going to change for them and uh so yeah I I thought that was um also a good insight so do you have any final thoughts about the movie 
What I would say, it has definitely become one of my new favorites. Um, I mean, I feel like it's an instant classic. Um, and I also really appreciate the fact that the cinematog- cinematography was so exceptional. I felt at times that I was watching a movie in a movie theater. I felt I, that it was mm-hmm. on that level. Yes. I really did. Yes. And I, I, I wish my, I wish that my daughter Martha had been here because I would have loved to get her thoughts on that because she has an eye for those kinds of things. She's very much into the visuals. So I'd love, I would have loved to have seen what she thought of the cinematography because lots of times she will come along to the, these movies that I love and she'll tear them apart and say, well, this wasn't right. And this should have been done this way because she has a very, she has a critical eye for the visual aspect mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. But I would love, but, but, but so, so at some point I want her, I want her opinion on it. But I felt as though I was watching a movie in a theater, um, because it was on that level, the, the, um, it was, it was, you know, the acting and the scenery and everything was good, but even just, I know the directing, just everything, I felt like it worked so well. And it was definitely on an, it was, it was definitely a cut above what I feel these, these movies, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with there just being a typical Christmas movie. I have nothing wrong, nothing, no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But I felt that this actually went to the next level. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, from the opening scene to the meet cute yeah. at the hot cocoa bar to the ending scene yeah. where Haley and Claude are dancing in front of the Christmas tree and it, mm-hmm. the movie ends and, and you're seeing them dancing in front of the Christmas tree and they're inside yeah. this beautifully decorated door frame. The whole movie was magical to me. And yeah, the musical yeah. score, as I said before, was incredible. And I really do want that soundtrack. I I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, and the Carol of the Bells sung by the Vancouver Children's Choir. Yeah. And the music mm-hmm. in the movie was produced by someone named Stephen McKeon. And again, haven't heard mm-hmm. that name before, but I just thought mm-hmm. it was so, so good. And, you know, this movie didn't have Brad Cravoy's, um, you yeah. know, name all over it and face mm-hmm. all over it and of um, M- yeah. MPCA. And I just mm-hmm. want to say, Hey Brad, when is the next chapter? Because you know, right. this movie yeah. just, just made you feel good. It makes you want to start yeah. decorating for Christmas. It makes you want to just start yeah. celebrating and you just want to get in the spirit. And so, yeah. and of course the Christmas karaoke was like, <gasps> that was so awesome. It makes me want to like, buy the equipment to have Christmas karaoke yep. at my house. I, I really do oh, want to yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, at this point in our podcast, we, we ask, I wonder if, and I wonder if you have any ifs, Ruth. Oh, you know, I was trying to think about that. And um, I just wonder if... Well, of course, I think we've we've said this. I wonder if, and actually, I would go. I wonder when the next the next movie's <laughs> coming out. <laughs> we're saying that, um, but I wonder if there's going to be like, like you know, thinking of future installments. I wonder if there will be that secondary romance will be more developed, you know, if, if, if uh, I would, I would, in fact, I wouldn't mind there being, I wonder if there could be spinoffs from this movie. It wouldn't even have to, I mean, I think this movie could has the potential to not just create sequels, but there could be 
spinoffs from, um, you know, Ben's story and you know, the mother's story. And, and, and um, I, I think that you could have um, just an entire world created around this movie because of just ev- everything that included in that. So, so um, I, I mean, I don't really know if I, I was trying to think if I had any, I wonder if in the, but, but I, I mean, I, I, I really, I really didn't, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm left wondering a lot of things and I, I didn't, I didn't feel that I was, I, I didn't feel, I never came to a point of feeling confused or mm-hmm. feeling, um, you know, or anything like that. I never had that. And sometimes I will be like, well, that didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so, so I don't really think I have any, um, necessarily. Well, I'm with you, Ruth, and I I felt so satisfied at the end of that movie. I just wanted to watch it again and again. And so yeah. my yeah. wonder if I've already shared, it's like I wonder if Much Ado About Love will be made and whether it'll yeah, be a different right. story or a continuation of this movie. And either yeah. or, I'm down. I mean, I, I want to yeah. watch it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I want to thank you, Ruth, for joining us today. Um, we both, I know Ruth and I both hope you, the audience, uh, are able to watch Much Ado About Christmas on GAC Family TV. But if you missed it, check your listings. It will likely again air uh, throughout the holidays. I know it's on again tonight, which is Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. again, when this podcast is actually made available, it could be right before that. And you might not have had a chance to listen mm-hmm. to it. So mm-hmm. one other point I wanted to make was um, Bill Abbott had commented on an interview with Cameron Matheson and Debbie Debbie Matinopoulos that this was one of the best Christmas movies that he had ever seen and there's stardust all over it and he actually said that again last night on the after party zoom and I would uh, recommend that for those of you that are following GAC media to watch the after party Mm -hmm. because it's really wonderful Mm -hmm. and Bill Mm -hmm. Abbott is on there and he's planning to do this each week, but you do need to register. So if you go to the GACmedia.com website, um, you should find the place there where you can register and then you can watch that after Mm -hmm. party and it'll come on within a couple minutes Uh of the end of the movie. So Mm We thank okay. you for listening to the Our Family TV podcast, and we'd appreciate a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. You can find us on social media at Our Family TV, and you can email us at hello at ourfamilytv.com. Until we meet again, we hope you're sitting on the couch with your family, eating a big bowl of popcorn, and watching a wonderful TV show.